On today's podcast, we have Blair Brown. She is from Winter Bee Coterie. Join us today as we talk with Blair. What up, Blair? Hey, girl. Oh, hey. Okay, so your name I am obsessed with, Confession Time. I loved the TV show in the 80s, Facts of Life. Loved Blair, even though she was a little mean, because I loved her name and I loved her hair. And so when I met you at the Southern Getaway and your name was Blair, I decided I was going to love you immediately and always and forever. So (laughs) I love I love your name. Thank you. Thank you. You know, it's funny growing up. I didn't know many other Blairs. And so it, it, I kind of thought I had like a weird name. I didn't love it. And then I went off to college and I went to a college in Raleigh, North Carolina called Meredith College. It's an all girls school. And the two most common names there were Blair and Meredith. (laughs) So (gasps) it was wild. It was wild. And, and to that point, this is just a random tidbit, but I lived with two other girls named Blair and we had a friend named Christy. And so the three Blairs lived with Christy and Christy kind of had these sort of dirty blonde locks. And so we called ourselves the three Blairs. (laughs) I mean, it was so funny. Oh my gosh. It's so cute. Do y'all still talk? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still best friends with the two other Blairs. Um, one lives in in Nashville one lives in Raleigh and, um, yeah, we're, we're all still very, very good friends. You, where did you go to school? I went to Meredith college in Raleigh. It's an all girl private college. It's right across the street from NC state university. And um, it was perfect for me because I knew I wanted a small liberal arts education, but I wanted to be in like a big college environment in town. And it was right across the street from, you know, from NC State. So I got to take classes at state, go to football games, go to frat parties, all the things, but still kind of be with being a small class size and have the best time. Is it still an all girls school? Yeah, it is. It is a master's program, maybe, and men can go. I'm not really sure, but yes, it's still predominantly a women's college. There's a women's college in our town, too. There's North Texas University, and then there's Texas Women, Texas Women's University, and that school is co-ed now, and it's been co-ed quite some time, but it did start out as an all-women's college. I'm wondering, you know that movie with Julia Roberts that did that movie on the school with all the girls? I wonder oh, what, yeah, yeah. I feel like it would have been done on a school like yours. It, um, yeah. What it's, what is that school? I'm trying to remember the name of it. I don't know. If I had a producer, I would say, go fact check that. Tell us what <laughs> college it is. I can't Google right now. I don't have time. <laughs> Maybe one gosh. <laughs> one day you're going to have a producer. <laughs> one, yes. One day, one day. Okay. So winter bee coterie, that's your company. And you are the one that taught me how to say coterie. I had to ask you. It's a tricky word. It is a tricky word. Sometimes people are like, what? What is that? So cute. I I like how you incorporated your name. So Winter Bee Coterie is the name of your accessories company. And you came up with the name. Well, you know, I found coming up with a name for my business harder than naming my own children. I just, I thought you know, there's nothing, um, I don't want to go through like a rebranding and I want it to be something that, you know, has longevity. And so I just kind of put it out to friends and I was like, can anybody please help me 
come up with a name for my business. And if you, if your name gets picked, then I'm going to give you a gift card. And, um, I had a ton of friends that submitted and they were like, just one girl was like, use your, use your maiden name, which is winter. And then obviously my first name is Blair. And then my married name is Brown. So the B stands for both Blair and Brown. And I kind of needed something to sort of round out winter B. And so we came up with Coterie, which is basically, it's, it's like a, gr a group of people with similar interests. So like, you know, I'm selling women's accessories. So people who love the idea of accessorizing and jewelry and um, they're my crew, they're my coterie. So that's, that's kind of how the name came to be. It is. It's a really cute name. It kind of rolls off your tongue really good because it has that cadence to it. Winter Bee Coterie. It's super cute. I had no idea that it was your last name made a name just until right before we started recording. I didn't have a clue. It's super, super cute. I like the way that it, it looks and it sounds. I know you don't really care what I think, but I'm telling you, it's so cute. Well, I, I love do. it. There's always a moment where when people say your your brand by name out loud and you're like, oh, wow. Okay. That's, That's me. <laughs> That's me. I like it. I like it. I'm stalking your Facebook page right now. And because your little girls and the smocked uh, Peter Rabbit birthday oh. dress. So cute. Thank you. They're, they're, I love my, my girls are the sweetest. I'm so grateful. I was so happy when I found out I was having little girls because I wanted to be able to dress them in those cute little smock things. Now I know you can dress little boys and in, in smock things too. Um, but little girls are really fun to dress. Oh, my. oh, they're so cute. Do you ever get any of the Islet and Ivy, um, things. No, but I started listening to that podcast that you did with her and I'm so excited. My daughter, my oldest daughter, <laughs> she is so particular about the fabric that she wears. I mean, I guess I've just spoiled her to, to pieces, but I will come home with things and ask if she likes them and she doesn't look at the style. She feels the con, like she feels the material and I'm oh, yes. level child. Taylor started doing that too in elementary school when she got a little bit older she all she wanted was things that are comfortable and for me I thought girl you would not last before your time because you know you didn't dress for comfort in the 40s in the 50s in the 60s I mean you didn't start dressing for comfort I mean it's gotten you know more relaxed as time has gone on but I mean I could not see that child wearing dress shoes all the time I mean there's no way no. so the Islet and Ivy really got us, got us through a large portion of our childhood. I should say her childhood. It's not mine, but, um, they are, they're really soft and the stuff holds up great. So I, I love, well, I love I'm, all their things. I'm excited to shop and, um, and see all of her things. You got me really pumped about that. I mean, my daughters don't even wear, like they won't wear jeans. They won't wear anything with a snap across the waist. <laughs> I'm like, um, oh boy, oh boy. I know. Same with Sailor. You know, I'm. I taught her. You know how to do zippers and buttons and ties and everything. And that went out the door. You know, as soon as she got a hold of, realized, oh, these leggings are real. These elastic waistband. I mean, I'm basically raising an 80 year old woman. <laughs> There's like no waistband on 
anything. It's just a bunch of elastic. She loves it. So I, I give up. I mean, I just got to have to let her just do whatever. Exactly what we have to do. So where did you grow up? Did you grow up in Florida? I did. I grew up in Tampa, Florida and there my whole life until I went to college and to Raleigh, North Carolina to go to Meredith. And then I ended up staying in Raleigh, my husband, while I was living there and um, we had our first child there. And then we ended up moving to Northern Virginia because of his job. So it was kind of weird because I, I loved, loved, loved Raleigh. I mean, there's just something so sweet about that area. And that is really where, I mean, I say I was raised in Florida, but I grew up in Raleigh. That is really where yeah. I, you know, who I am. And um, I always envisioned like having a family there and raising my kids with my friends' kids. And so when we moved to Northern Virginia, it was like, whoa, I had a nine-month-old baby. And mm. no friends and not, you know, not a lot of family up here. My, my sister-in-law lives here, but um, it's just, it was a different world. Yeah. So how did you deal with that with moving to a town with a little baby? Oh man. You know, it was, it was really hard. Um, I, well, that's really how winter B, um was, was created because after we moved here, um, my daughter turned, she was about to turn one and I found out I was pregnant with my second. Oh. And, um, so before I knew it, I had two, two babies in, in diapers and you had Irish, was, you had Irish twins. Oh, I mean, almost they're 20 months apart, but oh, okay. Um, well, what's the cutoff for Irish twins? Is it, isn't it like 16 months or 18 months? Maybe it's 18 months. Let me tell my producer to fact check that. Fact check that. <laughs> Let me just tell you what, I mean, whether or not you can call them Irish twins or not, it was, it was full on mommy mode 24 seven. I mean, I was constantly in the throes of motherhood and it was, it was hard. It was really hard. And after, I mean, I, let me just back up because when I lived in Raleigh, I worked for a designer in the jewelry industry. I worked for, um, John Hardy. Oh, you know who John Hardy is? Well, I'm going to pretend like I do. I was- <laughs> <laughs> so uh, John Hardy, is, well, it's all handmade jewelry in Bali, Indonesia. It's just really beautiful. And so um, when we moved to Northern Virginia, I um, was still trying to, to work and it was just, there was a lot of travel and I couldn't, I couldn't do that and, and be a mom to these babies. And so I kind of left that career and I was home full time. And so that transition from having something to having no career and just being a mom was, was kind of hard for me. I don't think a lot of people talk about the, the loneliness that motherhood can bring. I mean, it's like the most joyful moment in your life and it's so full of love and it's rich in so many ways, but then it's sort of like, who am I? You get lost and you're like, who (laughs) Who am I? Well, part of the thing is, is you don't even recognize yourself physically. You know, at least for me, before pregnancy, you know, I feel like it's a BC and an AD, you know, a BS before sailor and AS after sailor. You know, you physically look different before you have a baby and after you have a baby. So you have that. And then you also have the dynamics of your family, whether you have one child or you're bringing 
you know, the second one home or the third one or whatever, the family dynamics change and then your hormones are going through it for you in your case and in mine as well. We moved to a small town because of your, your spouse's job and you're having to rebuild your life and, you know, find your church, find your grocery store, find your doctors, find your people. And sometimes you don't want to find your people where you are. You just, you just trying to find yourself. Yes, exactly. I mean, it was, yeah, we had to do all of those things. And in trying to find myself, I started Winter B. I, um, so my mom had a, uh, a tea room and gift shop in Tampa, Florida for 25 years. And so I grew up around, I grew up around retail and I just, I loved, I loved that. And then I worked for John Hardy and I was going into retail stores and I was, I had my hands in jewelry and I've loved jewelry ever since I was a little girl. I mean, I always had accessories on and, um, my grandmother gave me my first necklace and I still, I still have it. It's these multicolored little acrylic hearts and super stretched out. But, you know, I look at that and I just, um, I know that I'm right where I, where I belong. And, um, but yeah, so inspired by my mom's business, I would always go to market with her. So market is in Atlanta and uh, well, there's a couple of markets, but we would always, I would go to market with her and help buy for her, for her gift shop. And, um, on in a couple of years because I was, um, home with kids and buying trip with her, I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to start something. I'm going to start my own thing. I had no plan. I had no business plan. I love that. <laughs> I, I love I, that. That's that. That's what uh, Willa Hart would call cowboy. You, <laughs> you, you cowboyed it. I did cowboy it. I still am cowboying it. I mean, we, I, yeah. So I, I just, I just knew I needed something, and I felt, I really felt a prompting, and so. I did. I just started buying jewelry and I was like, I'm just going to sell this to my friends and this is going to be my hobby. And maybe one day it'll become a business, but, um, and it just slowly over time has grown. Sitting here stalking your page, trying to decide like which earrings are the cutest. And it's really hard. I don't know. I hope this lasts forever. I know it's a trend with the beaded earrings, but I cannot stop. Like they are the cutest and I love all the handwork that goes into these beaded earrings because you're basically, you have this abstract object and then it's created into some kind of, you know, fun little design. The bows I think are my classic favorite. Those are my favorite for like a classic earring or those beaded bows. Well, the nice thing about the beaded earrings is that they're very lightweight all of the, they're either lined with leather or they're lined with felt. And so the beadwork light, it's so lightweight and you can wear a big earring and not have to worry about sagging lobes and your ears hurting after a couple of hours. Right. I've I've got the popcorn ones and they, I mean, I forget they're on my ears. They're not heavy at all. Yes. Those are cute. The ones with the pearls. Yes. Yes. I'm in that cornhole league and my um my nickname is popped corn so i'm not i'm not an active member in playing the cornhole it's just a group of girls mommy friends and they started a, there's four of them that play and then there's two of us moms that are the cheerleaders <laughs> it's 
That is adorable. That's so yeah. much fun. Yeah. So I've got my little popcorn earrings. Okay. So how did you decide what you wanted to buy? I mean, I know that you're into the jewelry and that that's something that you've liked since you were a little bitty. And so it was just an idea basically on a whim when you're with your mom, you said, okay, well, let's try this. What do you naturally gravitate towards and why? So when I would go on buying trips with my mom, I would always help her pick out the jewelry for her store. And so I sort of naturally just gravitated towards that because it's what I knew. And, um, you know, I really, there's just something about an accessory that can transform just your, your most ordinary outfit and make, and help it become extraordinary. And you can change your look so much with just accessories. So, um, I really focused on earrings and bracelets and necklaces and then I started kind of pulling in some items and I think I went, I went a little too wide in the beginning. I was offering a little bit of, of everything. And after about two years, I was like, I'm just going to stay again. <laughs> so now um, I've, I got a lot of feedback that around the holidays, people really wanted more giftable items. And yeah. I, I'm a maximalist. I love, love things. And so when I go to market, I mean, it's hard for me not to buy every single thing because there are just so many beautiful things in the world. Um, and so but those bubble stockings are perfect. And if you have a pair of your earrings and you stick it in the bubble stocking right there, that's a fabulous gift. It You're is. getting like a little token trinket and this beautiful keepsake gift. So those bubble stockings, those are for life. I've, Every year I say I'm going to get some and then every year I get caught up in the hustle and bustle and then I don't. So anybody I talk to that's interested, I'm like, order your stocking, get it, get it. Well, I'm so excited to partner with Kate and Bobble Stockings this year. She's amazing. She's amazing. I'm so glad you have those stockings on your website because they're really, really good. They are. And it is, it's the perfect marriage. Buy a bobble, get a bobble stocking and make, you know, make new traditions in your home. I mean, it's just such a beautiful concept. Um, so, so yeah, so I've kind of gone wide again for the holidays. I've got the Bible stockings, pajamas. We've got um, some women's outerwear that I'm going to um, post like capes and pashminas and gloves and stuff like that, that I think that will be really a really nice. I mean, that's still an accessory. So yeah ways to sort of layer in pieces into your, into your wardrobe for, for winter. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, it comes with the territory. Like you said, you buy a bobble and then you have a stocking to stick the bobble in and with the pashminas and the outerwear, sometimes you just have to expand and grow. I mean, your audience will tell you what you need to have your clients. And they obviously did. I mean, you had to, you were wide at the beginning and you had to narrow it down, but as your following grew, then you got to go big again. It's fun. It's it's really fun. And I've got Miss Pajamas on my site that are so adorable from Jay's studio. A couple other fun little um, knickknacks from Jay's, some cash pose and um, some cute hand towels from another brand. So it's going to be a fun, it's going to be a fun holiday season at Winter Bee. Oh my God. Okay. Where were you sitting at the dinner? You were sitting across from me at the dinner, right? When we were at the state Southern getaway. Yes. That you took a picture of me with the plate. You were the one that took a picture of me with the plate of food, right? Yes. Well, you had on that gorgeous green dress. Was that a little Elizabeth Wilson? 
Yes, it was Elizabeth Wilson. I mean, that dress was so beautiful. And so you had that gorgeous color on, and then you had this beautiful plate of vegetables <laughs> that we were passing down family style. And I was like, this is a moment. The girl needs a picture. And so, yes, I, I snapped that picture of you, which I just love. Oh, my goodness. It's one of my favorite photos, honestly, that I, you know, it's rare that you meet somebody that, you know, can see the same things that you can see. And the fact that you saw the colors in my dress and all the colors with this plate of vegetables and thought to take that picture. I want to tell you, thank you so much because you did such a good job. And I got to have that moment captured forever because of your thoughtfulness. Thank you. You're so welcome. Well, it was such a beautiful setting. I mean, Jane Allen did a phenomenal job with that tablescape. I don't think I've ever been to a dinner party that was that beautiful. Well, I'm definitely going back. Say it, Southern, get away. I mean, I I made sure to ask the girls, y'all are going to keep doing this right because I just got a taste and I got to, I mean, I can't believe we have to wait a whole nother year, but I think they need that much time to recuperate from planning it and doing it. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I mean, it was, that trip was such a gift to me. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I knew that I wanted to go, but I didn't realize how bad I needed to be there until yeah. I was there. And I was like, this is, it's just, it was so nice to be in the company of so many creatives and entrepreneurs and, um, it was just, yeah, it was special to meet friends and, you know, I didn't meet people, but I met friends and that was the biggest takeaway. Yeah. I was really shocked to have that revelation too, because for me, I just went, I went on a whim. I cowboyed it. I went on a whim. I had a lot of things going on in my personal life and I was advised by several important people that I needed to drop some things that I had been doing over the years and I needed to shift my focus onto myself and just do things for myself, period. And I took a moment and had a little private conversation and said, okay, if this is off the table and this is off the table and this is off the table and I can do anything that I want and money is not an object, what would it be that I want to do? And immediately I told myself, I want to go to the Say It Southern getaway. That's what I would do. If I didn't have to worry about anybody, consider anybody, worry about money, that's what I would do. And I went back and told my husband, this is what I want to do. And he goes, okay, let's make it happen. And I got green lights all along the way. One of my very dearest friends who I love so much and she has done so much for me were, um, I didn't think that she would, I didn't think she would go, but I asked her and she said, yes. And then her husband said, Hey, do you want me to fly you guys out? And we said, yes. And you know, it just, all the puzzle pieces fit together and I didn't ever expect to go and form friendships. I went for personal reasons and professional reasons. That was it. In the group, when Courtney said, Hey, meet your new friends. I thought, I don't know these women. I got my friends. I don't need anybody else. But immediately when we walked in to the welcome, it's, I mean, I met my people. It was so, everybody is personable. 
genuine, raw, authentic, loving. I the the biggest thing that I noticed too was that we prayed. You know, and we were in different environments for every meal. We were with different people hosting or sponsoring, and somehow, one way or another, somebody dropped a blessing on us and our food, and I thought that was delightful. I thought, wow, you know, this is not a Christian getaway, but to be surrounded by people that want to thank our dear Lord, I mean, that to me was just such a confirmation of where I was supposed to be. A hundred percent. I felt the same way. It felt like summer camp for moms, like a little getaway. And I grew up, I was a camp counselor growing up and it was the same way. You showed up for your summer on the first day and you're in a room full of people that you don't know. And all of a sudden they become your family and everybody loved everybody, accepted everybody for who they are. There was no judgment. And that's exactly what the community was like at the getaway. It was really sweet. And, you know, we're not there for very long and you tend to gravitate towards either the person you're with or somebody you connect with, you know, right away. But it really did build. I mean, I, you know, by the time the last night was there, the last moments, the you know, before we left, you know, you were saying goodbye to friends. And it was, I, I thought to myself, I just needed one more day. I just needed one more day and summer, like a little summer camp for moms. It did feel that way. I think out of COVID, I I had said no to so many things and I felt like I wasn't living my life fully. And when my friend Dawn, the Nashville mom had told me about, she told me about Say It Southern and then she told me about The Getaway and I started listening to their podcast and um, I was like, this is something I'm not going to miss. And so the very, the first day that they opened tickets to the public, I, I went online and I bought my ticket. I mean, I think I must've been the first person to, up. but I had also just experienced, um, just some, some heaviness. My good friend had been re-diagnosed with breast cancer and I, I was like, you know what, we've got this one life and it's time to start living after not living and saying no to so much because of fear or, you know, just the way of the world, the the times that we were in and that it was the, it was just the best choice. Do you find yourself, you know, saying yes to other things that are not work related as well because of your new self-discovery? Yes. But also on the flip side, I'm saying no to other things because they don't bring me joy. Mm. And Oh, there's that sort of delineation of this, this one thing is life-giving. This other thing is life-sucking. And so I'm going to choose to not try to please everybody like I always used to. Right. And do all the things for all the people. (laughs) The not, the not suck option is what we want to (laughs) do. Yes. Yes. I love it. Life sucking or life giving. But that's really true. I think a lot of us have um, gone through that. I mean, for me, at least, you know, when you have things that go on in your personal life, you know, you do have to reevaluate your surroundings and things like that. So how does that affect with your business, your new outlook on life? In this, in this journey, it's kind of reaffirmed that I'm exactly where I want to be because let me just say this. I, so I, I do pop-ups around town. I do lots of trunk shows. I travel to the Southeast 
and I um, online on my website. And when I'm at an event and I'm selling, it is such, I get such a high from being around people, seeing them try on my jewelry. And I don't know, just, just seeing the transformation that an earring can make on a person, it can really make you feel good. I mean, and this is so silly because it's just an earring, but you know, so many women don't feel good about the way that they look. And I've struggled with my weight and that's been a really hard journey. And so I've always turned to accessories as a way of helping me feel a little bit better about myself. And so it's so life-giving to me to be around a group of women and help them come up with looks and styles that help them feel better about who they are. And it's just, it's such a gift to be able to do that. Was there anything in your upbringing besides, you know, playing in your mom's jewelry that gave you an indicator? This is what you're going to do. And I'll give you an example. So I don't know where I heard this, but my producer will fact check it. No, just kidding. Um, I heard that whatever you spend your time doing a lot as a little kid is what you should do as an adult. And as a child, I spent a majority of my playtime setting up and decorating and putting together, I guess you could call it a diorama, but it was the scene, the backdrop, the Barbie house, the Heidi, the Heidi house, the Playmobil, Samantha, whatever it was, I would set up the house where Mm -hmm. everybody was going to play or be. And that's where I spent, I mean, my playtime, that's what I did. Did you, did you play a lot in the jewelry? I did. I, I loved like whenever I would go out with my, with my mom or my grandmother, um, always have a handbag with me and I would walk around at the stores and I would stuff my <laughs> stuff, my little handbag with like the credit card applications at the register, or I would want my mom to like, give me like a gift card to put in my purse as a credit card. Um, I loved playing dress up and, um, that, um, speaks to a little bit about kind of where I started loving shopping. And in fact, um, I was a travel agent. And so because of that, and my dad is from, from England, I grew up traveling quite a bit and always just so inspired by the different fashion scenes and lifestyles of people in different countries. And I would go on these really special mother, daughter, granddaughter, um, with my mom and grandmother. And we would, we went to France and we would go to um, go in New York and Atlanta, and we'd go on these really fabulous shopping trips. And I just loved, loved playing in all of the things everywhere we would go. And the max of these different places and getting familiar with textures and ways to wear things and seeing how different people layer jewelry and um, just was a special experience. And I think that that ended up translating into, um, into my career because, you know, I ended up working in the designer jewelry world and, um, learned so much from that aspect. And then it kind of gave me just a very diverse pedigree when it came to starting my own something, because I knew that, um, ultimately, I could take all of those things and create a business and help women, you know, look and feel good. 
Well, I, I'm loving all the earrings and all the colors. Do you have a favorite one? You probably don't. You probably have a new favorite one every time you open up a new box. Let me tell you what. It is always a happy meal day around here. I <laughs> love it when something comes in. I track it. In fact, today I have a really big shipment coming and it's all these fun new hand towels and coasters and um, pajamas, more pajamas with champagne bottles on it. And I'm just like, I cannot wait to, to see it. Um, but you know, I, I don't have a favorite. I mean, I, I would say that, I mean, I'm kind of a traditionalist, um, in some respects, like I, I do love like a really nice gold hoop and I've got some fun new hoops that, um, I need to post on my website and I've got all this new beaded jewelry, um, for the holidays that I was checking in yesterday. Um, so can you do an unboxing video of like what you get in? Yeah, like I should do that. Gosh, I just never think when things come in to do that. Social media is, well, everything is content. Uh, that They're brainwashing us to share our entire lives. But, oh, Rosie's back. She's trying to break in my room. <laughs> the only place I can record in my house where I don't get a glitch is in my bed. I'm not kidding you. I'm in my bed t-shirt and my underoos and I'm sitting here with my, and my cat Presley's beside me because if she's not in the room when I start to record she'll meow at me insist on coming in here and then she yells at me and she tells me what a bad mother I am for at least a minute so I've just learned when she hears me sending out the link it makes this little noise it has this little song that it plays on speakerphone before I set up a podcast and she comes in and she sits right there with me. So Presley's over here and Rosie was trying to break in. Now she's gone. Oh, I know. It's all this chaos in the mornings. I know. I'm so sorry, but okay. Back to your earrings. Yes. If you decide to do an unboxing video, do you have a stand? Do you have a stand yeah, for I your do. phone? I do. I do. And every light, all the things. You could do a time lapse if you want, and you don't have to be in it. So if you don't feel camera ready, you know, you could just shoot your hands. I have, I've done one. I've done one of those videos, but. Um, I know, I saw it. I keep waiting for more. Give me all the videos. Okay, well, today, when this new order comes in, I will do, a, I will do a video. I love the, I love all the videos. And I'm, I can't tell you how obsessed I am with these beaded earrings. I, I can see you like designing some in the future I know that you don't right now but you know I, I I really have wanted that is a dream to be able to design a small beaded collection I had an opportunity this past year to I, I kind of dabbled in designing a beaded bag with another brand and um, it was really interesting to sort of go through that process it the design it hasn't, I didn't get what we were really hoping for. Um, and so we decided not to move forward with it, but it was a really, it was a really fun first step into that design process and working with a company to try to produce something. And I think I learned so much from, from that, that uh, when I get to a place where I'm ready to, to kind of go back to that, I would, I would love to, to create something. Well, you let me know and 
I will help guide you as much as I can because I've dealt with manufacturers and all that stuff. And then, of course, we'll um, get in contact with Angie Turner Law because I'm I'm interviewing her coming up and I don't even know where to begin to ask her all the questions. She's a creative lawyer. She is not just a creative lawyer. She is just salt of the earth. Like she is such a good person. She's so She's fun. She's a total badass is what she is. She's um. Oh my goodness. I just, she's so stylish. And I mean, she's really a remarkable woman. I got to really spend a lot of time with her, uh, at the, at the getaway. And she, she took me to my first dollar general. I'd never been to a dollar general before. Oh, I'm sorry. So how how was it? (laughs) Well, let me just say, I mean, I've been to a dollar store. I didn't really know there was a difference, but, um, Yeah, that was, I actually didn't even get out of the car. I just went into the parking lot and and she went inside and she was like, you got to come in. And I was, I was like, I'm just going to sit right here. <laughs> She's That's like, you know what you're missing? Dollar General. A Dollar General is just like a general store, but they have upped everything, you know, more than the dollar itself that it's worth. So it's for emergency use only. <laughs> but the I, Dollar the Dollar Tree, which is now Dollar Twenty Five Tree, can be fabulous. It's the best place to get birthday cards. They sell Hallmark cards there too for a dollar. I know a gift wrap, and then I love for every little holiday, I love to do a fun kitchen table for my kids. And right. so I get up the Dollar Tree, and I get the cutest little things, placemats, and little decorations. I mean, you can't go wrong. But the Dollar General, I don't know. It's not a really pretty place. So <laughs> I'm just like, I don't even think we have them in my town. Yeah, it's okay. It's a, it's a general store. That's what I, I mean. It really has like everything, generally speaking, and it's going to be way more than your average dollar because they do up the prices on it. So that's why I said it's in case of emergency. Sometimes in the smaller towns, that's all they have as the five and dime or cause they wouldn't have a Walmart or a target there. Right. Where you kind of have a collection of things, but it's not a grocery store. Mm-hmm. And Dollar general is that's it. And we have them um, here. There's a, I live in Denton and there's a lot of podunk little towns all around the Metroplex of Dallas, Fort Worth. And they're everywhere. Well, I'm outside DC and I don't really, I mean, there might be one or two, but it's not something I drive past. <laughs> so you live in Washington, D.C.? So we're in the suburbs. We're um, about 35 minutes outside of D.C. on the Virginia side. And we're kind of in Virginia horse and wine country. It's really beautiful. Ooh, that sounds nice. Horse and wine country. Jessica, you hear that? We're going to go see Winterby Coterie. Yes, yes. There's... So many wonderful vineyards here, and it's like the the perfect way to spend a Saturday, especially in the fall this time of year, is to grab the family, go to a winery, and have a glass or two, and enjoy the beautiful sight of all the leaves changing, and it's special. I know. You get leaves, you get actual seasons. I do. Now, I'm kind of a, I'm a warm weather girl. So I hate, hate the cold winter. And let me tell you, today it's like really a cold day and it's just, you know, the 
the middle to end of October here. So um, I loathe, I loathe the winter, but we do get all the seasons. We get snow, we get the beautiful leaves changing. We get a beautiful spring and all the tulips popping up and daffodils. Mm, I'm so jealous. I'm looking at the map right now because I made A's and B's in geography because I colored pretty and I could memorize, but I didn't retain where anything was. So I'm looking at the map of Virginia right now. <laughs> looking yeah. at it. See where you are. That's so funny. Leesburg, Virginia. What is it called? Leesburg. Well, it may not be on this map, but. <laughs> it might not be a big enough town to probably be a highlight on your map. <laughs> I see Alexandria. We're not too far. We're like 20, 25 minutes from Alexandria. That works. I'm yeah. looking at the map. Okay. So is this why you don't have an accent, a Southern accent, is because you grew up in Florida and your mom, where's your mom from? Uh, she's from Florida. So your mom's from Florida, but your dad's from England. Yes. And when I lived in Raleigh, my mom would argue that I kind of developed a little bit of a Southern accent. In fact, when I lived with both of the Blairs, one of them had a very heavy accent. And so it's funny when you're around people that have a little bit of a dialect and oh. And pick that up. And about 10 years living there, I had a little twang, but it's gone. And it was, you know what, that was what was so fun about the getaway is that there were all these people with a little bit of a draw. And <laughs> you get us together and that draw comes out even harder. Yes. And by the end of that getaway, I think all of us sounded very probably backwoods because we were just, we had the flavor of the fever for Southern charm. I mean, we couldn't help it. I mean, I, I being in the company of some Southerners really does my heart good. I really, <laughs> I miss, I miss the South. Northern Virginia is not the South. Oh my goodness. Well, yeah, I thought, wait a minute. If she doesn't have an accent, how is that possible? How is I guess that? your dad, like your dad just, I mean, could you, can you, can you, can you do his accent? No. Oh my goodness. Blair, no. that would be a party trick. <laughs> I listen I have been at parties where I have just put him on speakerphone and let people hear him talk oh it's because it sounds so yummy well <laughs> yes people are like can you do an accent and I say no and then like well, they're like let's call your dad my dad he's such a he's a gentle soul he's the sweetest man in the world oh, sisters or was it just you when you were growing up I have one brother his name is Trey and he uh is five years younger and he lives in Atlanta. Were you the main older sister and bossing him around and dressing him up? Did you dress them up? My siblings. <laughs> we, played king, we played king and queen and um, house and grocery store and everything. I dressed up Jonathan and James all the time. Oh, my gosh. No, he would never let me do that to him. But he <laughs> he always wanted to be near me. And so he would like I would have friends over and he would hide underneath my bed and he would listen to us talk. And then I would dangle my feet off the side of the bed. And then he would reach out, grab my feet, scare the crap out of us. And I would be so mad. I mean, he was your typical little brother. Annoying <laughs> and just, just, yes, crazy mean um, to me, not really mean, but you know, he would just get my goat all the time. But he's truly, he's one of the most loving people in the world. He's, he is my best friend and somebody that I look up to uh, after all these years. My baby brother is, is really who I want to be when I grow up. 
Oh, that's so sweet. Well, he needs to um, be featured on your page, and you need to dress him up in some earrings. We should. You need to do a video and find some like clip-on earrings he can try on or something, so that he's to dress him up. Well, he can do one better than that. He's been my photographer when I've done some photo shoots. He's taken pictures of me, um, and he's he's the kind of guy that will just show up when you need something. Aww. You don't even ask. He's always there willing to. In fact, I do lots of events in Florida and he he'll come down and he'll help me set them up and he'll help me sell. He is just, he's remarkable. So I do this little bit with everybody paint colors in their home. Do you know your, your paint well, colors? I, I knew you were going to ask me this and I was so embarrassed, but we, we bought this house, I don't know, four or five years ago in whatever, whatever color the homeowner that was selling it to us picked is what's on the walls. It's like a grayish. I can't stand it actually. Um, I'm very much a lipstick on the pig kind of girl. I mean, I don't have like, you know, an endless supply of funds. And so I have just decorated around what I've got and I have wallpapered in places. That's kind oh, of been, that's well, been tell me about that. well, in my office, I have these beautiful kind of palm leaf, banana leaf, um, which I just love. Uh, and my husband thought I was crazy when I wanted to, to do this. It's the first room when you walk into our home. And I just, I just love it. I love green. I love green and white. I love blue and white. Um, we redid our, our half bath on the main floor and I put this really beautiful, like light blue trellis wallpaper and it feels very Serena and Lily to me. Um, so that's, that's been really fun, but, um, paint furniture, um, a lot, but I, furniture, because, you know, when people talk about the paint colors in their homes and, and they share it with people, you know, sometimes people will hear a new color or a new idea and that helps get their juices flow and that helps get their wheels turning. And so maybe somebody has been considering painting a piece of furniture or restoring it and hearing you talk about it. It might help them decide what they want to do. I'm a, I am a Florida girl. And so I love, I love tropicals. Um, and my favorite color in the whole wide world is pink. And I have a lot of pink in my house. I've married a very tolerant man. <laughs> well, he's just secure. He's, he doesn't, it, that's a blessing because one of us needs to be low maintenance. <laughs> we know it's not going to be you with the maximalism and all the jewelry love. Exactly. Exactly. But, um, so I like to have one bright pop in every room. So in my, in my family room, I have these really beautiful kind of, um, actually it's not too bright. It's more like a Kelly green, they're tables and they just, they kind of set the tone for, for the room. So I love, I love that. So, I have these bold green green tables that I bought from um, a secondhand store, and I, I had somebody lacquer them, and there's some lacquered furniture. Oh, I'm I'm excited! Hibiscus House is coming on the podcast. This this furniture, yes, they do such a good job. I'm such looking at this pair of earrings in my office right now that I'm going to send you. They <gasps> are these beautiful cowgirl boots. <gasps> They're pink and gold. Uh, belt on the back so they're super lightweight and I'm gonna put these in the mail to you because you are a Texas girl and I think you need these oh my gosh that's so sweet oh <gasps> right so 
what is your, what is, what do you, what's your vision? What do you say for winter bay? And vintage. And oh, yes, I'll help you. Let's get on it. Um, I'm like, I, will help you. I mean, I'm always, I'm always thrifting. I love going to estate sales and I also love doing, going to like online estate sales. That's become a new oh, hobby. That's been fun. Is that hard? Cause I've wanted to do that and I get very intimidated and I never go through with it. Well, they're like, they're, they're auctions and it's so annoying because you might be in the lead. And then all of a sudden at the 11th hour, someone comes in and swoops and bids above you and you, you lose. And it's such a, such a, a bummer, but, um, but that's, it's also kind of a fun thing to, I bought this gorgeous, um, bamboo, um, bar locally from an online auction. And it is going to be such a, I'm doing a pop-up ever in December um, and it's two weeks long and I'm going to use this bar as a prop and it's going to be my bracelet bar. Oh, cute. So it's very kind of vintage Palm Beach, which is my look and feel overall. Um, And uh, so, okay. So, but back to the future for winter bee. Yeah, I would love to do some vintage, eventually maybe bring in a little bit of apparel. Um, I, I ultimately want to open up my own my own store, my own retail store, but I'm just not convinced that where we are currently living is where where we want to be for the long term. Yeah. And so until until I know we're somewhere where roots are gonna be planted. I don't think I'll open up a, a permanent store, but I love it. And I would love to eventually get to a place where I have my own storefront. You will have your own storefront and it's going to be fabulous and it's going to be a success and you're going to do very well. Oh, well that you're so sweet to say that. Receive that. Thank you so much. Yes. <laughs> you have to receive it. You have to receive it. <laughs> But I mean, it's true though. I mean, I do, I do see it and I do feel it for you and I'm excited to see what's to come and have your, um, bobbles expand and yeah, just keep sharing, keep us updated. You'll have to come back when some new things are happening and share it with us. Well, thank you so much. I I would love to. And you know, trends are our specialty. Yeah. Well, I want all the seasonal trends and I am a person that before the getaway, I wore pearls every single day for probably two decades. And at the getaway, on a whim, I bought some accessories. And then I bought more. And I got the popcorn. You know, and now I'm, I'm going to be creating a monster. My husband's going to tell me I'm going to need a new, uh, I guess, a dresser for all the jewelry that I'm going to start buying. <laughs> How do you store yours? I have an old campaign lingerie chest that was my wow. grandmother. And after she passed away, I was very, very close to her. Um, there were a few things that I just knew I wanted. And it was this this one campaign chest. And I love it. I have actually, interesting, I was listening, um, it was a couple years ago, to um, Julianne Taylor. She was doing um, a reorganization of her jewelry and she recommended going to Target and in their bath section were these little um, trays and um, 
and I went and bought them up and have organized my jewelry accordingly. So she kind of was my inspiration for organizing my, my jewelry chest. Um, so I have so many drawers of earrings and then I have these um, containers with my bracelets and I kind of organize them by color and style. And like I said, it's overflowing though. It's kind of embarrassing. Yeah, but you have two girls. So, I mean, it makes sense. Do they have their ears pierced? Oh my goodness. My, my oldest just got her ears pierced um, for her eighth birthday. And that was such a fun moment for her. I loved that. And she's so excited to, to wear some of my earrings. It's funny because my kids, they, they think it's normal to have a store in your home. I mean, I have a wall of earrings and they love to come in here and play. And um, when they were a little bit younger, it was kind of hard because they were very tempted to come in and they, I would have, uh, I would have earrings missing and I'm like, where are those earrings? Where are those earrings? I couldn't find them. And then, you know, I'd pull out the couch to vacuum and there'd be a pair of earrings. I'm like, this is not, <laughs> this is not good, <laughs> but, um, but they do, they love to come in here and I have headbands and they'll try them on. And, um, I've just, I just started launching, um, some children's jewelry inspired by my own, my own little, little girls. So there are things here that they can, they can actually wear and have. Oh, that's cute. I didn't know you were doing that. Well, at some point on a personal level, you'll have to FaceTime me so I can see your office and stuff because I want to see all your wallpaper in your house. Oh yeah. Well, you know what? I'm going to have to clean up around here. I've got <laughs> you it. just need to clean up a corner. <laughs> I've, seen, I've just seen it. I've seen it all. So you're fine. But if you're going to, if you're going to post any pictures, you just need a, little, a clean little corner just for your pictures. You don't need it all clean. That's, that's so true. Well, thank you so much for sharing your morning with me. I know it's it's bright and early and cold, which makes it hard for some. So I really appreciate that. You are so welcome. I'm so glad to know you, and um, I'm so happy to be able to call you a friend. Well, thank you. Make sure to check out Winterby Coterie on Instagram. That's W-I-N-T-E-R-B as in Blair. C-O-T-E-R-I-E. That is also her website, winterbeecoterie.com. Thanks for joining us today. Until next time, I'm Faith with Blue Bonnet Home.